0: Are you losing faith in the world around you? Do you find yourself constantly asking why something is the way that it is? Do you wonder about God? Maybe you're disillusioned with church, but you still feel a call. Or maybe you realize that there has to be something more for you in this life. Pull up a chair and take a seat because you've arrived at the right place. The Human Conservation Podcast with host Rev. Corby Willette, Restoring faith in humanity by exploring the paths of culture, history, nature, science, and spirituality. Promoting human conservation through human conversation. Welcome back to the Human Conservation Podcast. I'm your host, Rev. Corby Willett. It has been some time. I took the summer off, July, August, and the first part of September. Uh, I had some personal affairs to attend to. I also had some uh, vacation time with my family, uh, which was fruitful and beneficial. I can honestly say that over the summer, I drew much closer to God. There were some great experiences. Uh, I had several moments of trial Uh, and also some moments of triumph. Uh, So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, before I get into what we are going to be doing in Season 5. I'm very excited about what's coming up this season, and it's going to take us quite a ways. Uh, We are going to be discussing the Word of God with one another. We're going to start at Genesis, and we're going to take it all the way to Revelation. But before we talk about that, I I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the summer and lessons learned uh, while I was away from this podcast. The first and probably the most important lesson that I learned was the value of vacation. Now, I know a lot of people uh, that are financial wizards, uh, investors and things like that, that that think vacation is a waste of time. And, and I completely disagree with that because, in a sense, the way I see it is, is we always hear that expression of, you know, when you die, you can't take it with you and those material things, uh, and, and that is true. Uh, but one of the things that we are going to be able to take with us is our experiences here on Earth, the things that... Uh, we share with one another the memories that we make. All of those things, I, I believe, travel with us when we move on to the hereafter. Otherwise, there's, there's not much point, right? But the question remains, you know, what kind of memories are, are you making, though? Are, are we wasting time or are you having real, genuine experiences, things that are going to be forever with you in memory? I constantly remind my children that we are given a finite number of days to live here on this earth. How many of those are you willing to throw away? How many of those are you willing to sleep away if you're a, a teenager or a young adult? And if you're an adult, how how many of them are you just willing to just cast aside by you know, being a workaholic or... just be zombified throughout every day, like not paying attention to what's going on. You know, a lot of people uh, in my social circle, ones with children, are constantly always asking me, like, I I wish I could slow time down. Uh, I I wish my kids wouldn't grow up so fast. Uh, Where does all the time go? You hear all these things constantly, all the time. And the truth is is you can slow the time down by making Every day meaningful in some way, whether it's by making a meaningful connection with somebody you didn't know before, whether it's making a memory with your, your wife or your kids or, or your friends, make every day count for something. I, I was lucky enough uh, to have something very impactual happen in my life. I, I've talked about it in a previous podcast, but I'll go over it quickly, where my father had become very ill and was placed in a hospice unit. Doctors said he may not even make it the night. Like literally was one, two days away from death at most. And for no reason, his kidneys kicked back on. He got better and they had to kick him out of hospice. He lived another five years after that. Now I had actually mourned his death already based off of what the doctors had said. So the residual good from that health scare was that every moment that I spent with my father after that, I was well aware of how precious it was. So I made every moment that I got to spend with him count and be meaningful. And you know what I found out? I found out that that slows the time down. I apply that principle to my 13-year-old son now, that I'm finding that if I make each day count for something, it doesn't feel like he's growing up so fast. It doesn't feel like I'm growing old so fast. It slows down. Why? Because we as humans waste so much of our precious time. It's the one thing that we'll never be able to get back. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter how poor you are. We all have a certain amount of time. And what are we going to do with that. So that was the big lesson that I really learned uh, over the summer was how precious my time was with my family, how precious the vacations and the memories that I was making and I encourage each and every one of you guys to do that. Make each day have some value. The second thing that I learned uh, over the summer was I I uncovered some insecurities that I have that I I knew that I had them, but I didn't understand the extent to which I had them. Now that may sound like a, a negative thing, like uh oh, oh, I uncovered my insecurities. But the truth of the matter is, is if we can identify areas where we have deficit, and believe me, we all have deficit. Some of us don't want to believe that, but that we all have areas where we're strong And where we're weak. Uh, And I uncovered an insecurity about my relationships to people. That in my mind, I see myself as having a shelf life. That I connect with people. I care about people. And I usually develop relationships with people very, very quickly. But after a certain amount of time, I feel like people just... They go away. Either they've gotten what they've needed out of our relationship, and I don't mean that in a, in a horrible way. I mean that in uh, maybe I give them advice or maybe I I uh, help shoulder a load for a certain amount of time, and once that obligation is fulfilled, they they drift away. And I feel like that that's been a reoccurring theme ever since I was little, and I don't know if that's... Uh, had like an abandonment issue or something from, uh, you know, I grew up, my father was a deadbeat father growing up. I, I don't know if it stems from that, but the point is is I identified that insecurity. Now I can begin working on it. I can begin strengthening my weakness, if you will. So it's important for us to be very honest with ourselves and identify the things that maybe we're, we know that we're not good about. Maybe some of us get irritated quickly, anger issues, those types of things. So if we can understand what the problem is, then we can fix it. We can work on it. We can make it stronger. So that was definitely something else I learned uh, while I was away. And finally, I also learned the importance of strengthening our relationships, Now, God has put some unbelievable people in my path this year, and I've gotten closer to them uh, in the summertime. And, you know, I did something pretty unique uh, and something that I'm very, very proud of, and I considered among uh, the bucket list things that I did, was I ran a 5K race uh, with a number on my chest and everything, a sanctioned running race. Now, I am not in great shape, I'm 230 pounds, uh, I'm 5'7", I'm 50, I smoked cigarettes the better part of my life. But I put in the effort, I began training, I began eating right, I, I don't smoke anymore. Um, I decided that I wanted to do that because last year I had watched uh, my brother-in-law run the same race and we had gotten up early to uh, watch him run and just clap as he ran by. And I decided last year that I wanted to know what that felt like. I've never been cheered before. At least not that I can remember. Back in high school sports, sure, but but I wanted to know what that felt like. Uh so I set out to do that and I, I had two goals. I wanted to finish and I wanted to I didn't want to walk. I wanted to run the whole way. I didn't care how fast. I just I wanted to do a legitimate 5k run that was all my goal was but you know when you involve other people you know it took on a a whole new meaning uh, because I began chatting with people that uh, had different varying health problems and setbacks people that wanted to be physically fit people that fitness was very very important to them uh, and could no longer participate in the type of exercise that they desired because of things that were out of their control, whether it be disease, injury, whatever. And and I began taking up this mantle that I was running for these people because I had punished my own body for so many years. I had lived like a glutton for so many years while these other people worked hard. And here I am at 50 in a position to run this race, and these people could not for whatever their varying reasons were. So it became like a crusade for me. And uh, it was a deeply spiritual and it was a deeply emotional experience for me because I really felt like a lot of these people were running with me. And boy, I can remember like as soon as we ran out, you know, and the crowd goes out together, I I couldn't believe that I was actually doing it. And uh, I get it. There's going to be some people out there that are that are listening, going, "What's well, a 5K race? Come on, man, that's nothing, you know." But it, it, it was. It's not nothing to somebody that's not in great shape and hadn't done anything uh, physically active like that in years and years and years. But boy, I tell you, when I came up into the final parking lot. And all I had to do was run across the parking lot, and I was done. And there was my family waiting for me and my friends waiting there for me. It was a very surreal experience. And, you know, there's a lot of side things I learned by doing that race. The first and most important, which is is the feeling that I had when I came up the hill and saw my family and saw the clock, and the realization hit me that I was actually going to do it. There is no feeling. I promise you that there is no drug, heroin, cocaine, nothing out there that is going to mimic the feeling that I had, the sense of pride, the sense of accomplishment, the sense of love. These things cannot be achieved with foreign substances. So and then I asked the question, why do people do what they do? Why do people want to sit and smoke marijuana when you can have a feeling by just simply challenging yourself? It doesn't have to be a 5K, it just has to be something that you didn't think you could do. But I definitely bonded with my brother in law because he ran the race as well. And I got tons of support even before I ran the race from people that were either from distant in my distant past or maybe people that I, I weren't even uh, uh, totally close to uh, began to get on board and kind of share in this crusade with me. So through the act of doing this 5K, I really got to bond with a lot of people, and I, I got to interact with a lot of people, um, some of the, some people that I, I hadn't in years. So I guess the lesson that I'm trying to, to bring about uh, through me running this five k is, get out and do something, do something that people can get behind. Because you know sometimes I, I could tell you flat out, I I, I was uh, at a low, the the insecurities had really started to come out that I had just mentioned before, and and I was really kind of down on myself. But then as I as I ran this race and people came out in support of me, like I started to realize like. Wow, there are people here that that love me that love what I'm doing and that are that are supporting me. I felt supported and and that as human beings is really you know what we should be trying for like don't you want to feel supported? I would be willing to bet you a lot of people, even if you are, don't feel like you're supported enough. That's not good we We need to make each other feel that way, and a lot of people made me feel that way, so that's obviously something that's big for me now is doing things that will inspire other people that support other people so that was probably you know the last real big meat and potatoes lesson uh that I learned on my vacation. The rest of the stuff was just fun uh I got to hang out with my thirteen year old son We were in a car when we drove down to Charlotte, North Carolina. We were in a car 23 hours in pride in four days, cooped up with each other, and I loved every second of it. Every second of it, the conversations we had were priceless. Do not throw away any time that you have with your children. I promise you, if you invest in them and you make your time matter with your children, time will slow down. Now next week we are going back to a weekly format and we are going to be discussing the Bible as mentioned before and there is going to be no structured itinerary. We are going to let the Holy Ghost hijack this podcast and we are going to start with Genesis starting at the creation story next week. Um, There's a lot to get into with the creation story so that's all I'm going to commit to. Uh, But we are not going to put any specifics on it. Like, I'm not going to say, hey, next week we're doing Genesis 1 through 10, and the next week we're doing 10 through 20. We are going to let the Spirit move us to where we are going. So we will be starting with Genesis 1, um, and we're going to pretty much cover just the uh, creation story up into Adam and Eve, Uh, possibly get to Cain and Abel, but we're basically just focusing on creation next week. Uh, And then, like I said, we're just going to let the good Lord take us to where uh, he wants us to go. Sometimes it may only be a chapter or two. Other times, like I could tell you flat out when we get to the book of Numbers, there's not much there except numbers. So we'll probably skip a great portion of that. We'll roar right through that. But we're going to start with a prayer. We're going to read some scripture as we go. We're going to wrap it up with a prayer. And then we're going to get out of here. Now, I want to be very clear on one thing, though. This is a Bible discussion. It is not a Bible story. And while, yes, I am the only one speaking on the microphone, if there is something in the Bible that is coming up that you are passionate about and you'd consider coming on and having a conversation with me about it, please, by all means, uh, reach out to me. You can get me at Corby at Corby.com, and my name is spelled C-O-R-B-I-E-Y. Again, that's Corby at Corby.com. If you're interested, if you have any questions, you want to disagree with me on something, agree with me on something, please, please, please drop me a line there. The only way that this show is going to get up off the ground is is if you people uh, share it, word of mouth, like it, all of that type of stuff, we're going to be reading from the NIV edition of the Bible. Uh, so you can usually go on uh, BibleGateway.com. is a free like Bible website. and You could choose whatever version you want. If you want to go on that, if you don't have a Bible at home, That's where you can find an NIV Bible online at BibleGateway.com. I must say, I'm really happy to be back behind the microphone. And we have no breaks uh, scheduled until next year. So tune in next week as we start Genesis. Again, please drop a message to Corby, C-O-R-B-I-E-Y, at Corby.com. And feel free to drop me your creation story uh, questions, your Adam and Eve questions, whatever else. And then we'll get into that stuff on the podcast next week. As always, I thank you for stopping by to give me a listen. If you like what you heard and you want to help out, give the podcast a review and click as many stars as you feel appropriate. This helps get the word out and helps other people find the podcast. If you'd like more information about me, you can find that at corby.com, spelled C-O-R-B-I-E-Y.com. And if you have questions or comments about the podcast, you could send those to hcpodcast at corby.com. And that's the episode for this week. Remember to be kind to one another, help one another, and check in with friends and family often and let them know their worth. It can make a difference. If you're the one hurting, do not hesitate to dial 988. I hope everyone has a blessed week. And remember, human conservation can only come about through human conversation.